You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Cubs' magic number is one to clinch their second straight division crown, something they've done only one other time in their history. The Cubs sending John Lackey to the mound to face his former mates in St. Louis. Swing and a miss, struck him out. Here's another 2-2 and a swing and a miss. That's 10 in a row retired by the former Cardinal, John Lackey. The 2-1 offering. A swing and a long one down the left field line toward the pole in the corner. And it's a home run. A three-run shot for Addison Russell. The Cubs lead the Cardinals 3-1 in the seventh. The pitch. Hot shot fair over the first base bag down the right field line. Baez scores. On his way to second base, Hayward makes it with an RBI double. The Cubs have a 4-1 lead with nobody out in the seventh. With two on the pitch, a swing and a fly ball to the gap in left center field. That gets down and goes to the wall. Hayward comes around third base. Rivera's right behind him and gets the stop sign. It's an RBI double for La Stella. The Cubs have a five-run seventh inning. Swinging a high fly ball to center field. Back is the center fielder. He has room. The Cubs are National League Central Division champs. They race onto the field to uh, have a little party here in St. Louis at Bush Stadium. It was a gut punch loss for the Cardinals on Wednesday night, who not only had to watch the arch rival Cubs celebrate a division title on their home field, the Redbirds also saw their elimination number reduced to one as they pursued the second wild card spot in the National League. Here is St. Louis skipper Mike Matheny. Michael was so good through six. What Yeah, I don't really, uh, don't really know. Um, you know, those uh, first six were probably about as good as we've seen from anybody this year. Um, you know, 60 pitches, just a, you know, two hits that he gave up. One was jammed, one off the end of the bat, and uh, really on a really nice rhythm. Uh, had everything working. And uh, seventh, you know, even how that started, you look at two ground balls that get through the infield before the, the cutter that just got too much of the plate that uh, Russell jumped on. But... You know, it happened in a hurry, and uh, it was unfortunate because he had special stuff tonight. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't need it necessarily because he, he was using. You know, he got punch outs with fastball, cutter, and the changeup was very good today. Um, you know, he used the curveball sparingly, but problem was the, the little extra. Life on the fastball was missing there in the seventh. All of a sudden, and you know, we're still, once again, he started the seventh, sixty pitches. Um, but um, it's hard to keep up the pace that he was going because the ball was really jumping. But just, just did uh, change just a hair. No. Uh, you know, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking is he's out there and he has 99. Um, that's just him showing everyone that uh, he's strong. Unfortunately, you know, the seventh might uh, make a different argument, but not, not for me. I mean, he has answered the bell. He's continued to, to do the work that he's needed to do to stay, to stay strong and, and take the ball and did a great job 
all the way through up. And um, shame we weren't able to get him a little bit more room to work there too, and give him a little bit of a, more of a lead besides the one run. But um, you know, he uh, he's he's had a good program and his body's responded well. Well, we'll see. You know, we just want him preparing for an, for another start. First of all, we're not talking about the off season yet. I didn't watch. No, came in here and um, you know, usually that's when we don't have any games left to play. And so, came in. We're getting ready for tomorrow. He, um, he had a couple of little chances where you've got guys on base and you see some uncharacteristic walks and um, you know, put, the, put the pressure on, double play got him out. And, I mean, he, he made pitches and he does that. He, he knows what matchups he likes. Uh, he will work his way around certain hitters at times to find a matchup he likes better and gets himself out of jams. Um, he's always right around the corners and pushing those edges all the time. And, um, just didn't give us a whole lot, a whole lot to work with. No, there was no message. They do whatever they want. I mean, uh, towards uh, you know, we've been in the playoffs. I, I would watch, and um, that's because our season was over. Our season's not over. The Cardinals send Lance Lynn to the mound on Thursday. He'll be opposed by Kyle Hendricks. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team.